1: Happy New Year! I think we can still say that. Welcome to Cultaholic Island. It's a brand new year on Desert Island, Graps. And we are joined for the first instalment in in January. The first episode of a brand new year. uh, One of the longest tenured stars of Impact Wrestling. Uh, He's been there as the initials have changed and the champions have too. He's been to the top a few times himself. uh, With Hard to Kill on the horizon this Friday... He is still very much front and centre of attention. It's Eddie Edwards. Eddie, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
1: Uh, are we still allowed to say Happy New Year?
2: I, th- I think we're still within that time frame. We're good. We're good. That's all,
1: right. That's all right. Am I still allowed to ask you if you had a nice Christmas?
2: You know what? I'm a big Christmas guy, so you go right ahead. What's a Christmas at Eddie Edwards' house like? <clears throat> uh, a couple Christmas trees, a lot of presents, lights inside uh christmas movies start sometimes before thanksgiving and uh, keep it rolling um, we are a big christmas family here
1: what's the christmas movie that you watch closest to christmas
2: closest to christmas mm. is vacation
1: ah oh, the national lampoon classic
2: and that one is on that's, that's on quite a bit so that one's always on around christmas
1: amazing well look we can't talk about christmas anymore otherwise we'll get slapped on the wrists and put in the tower so we will move on to uh, the most wonderful time of the year which is hard to kill week it's on this friday eddie edwards jonathan gresham now the last time if if my my wrestling memory serves correct the last time you guys went one-on-one because i know you've been ducking it for a while is uh, 2016. What has changed in in terms of you as a performer uh, and the greater wrestling world between you and Jonathan Gresham since 2016?
2: You know, in professional wrestling, we try, well, you're forced to change, you know, the more you wrestle each and every match. You try to, you know, change up your game or you try to, you know, evolve into what you can become next. I and mean, clearly I've gone through quite a bit of changes over the last few years, you know, Everything with Sammy Callahan, and you know, it kind of turned into a bit of a brawler, and you know, maybe went a little crazy at some point, as some some think that. But you know, I don't think it was that bad. But you know, I've gone through a lot of changes since then. But honestly, right now, for myself, I'm I don't think I've ever been more comfortable or more confident in my ability uh, inside the ring. And I'm really looking forward to this match with Gresham. You know, we were supposed to do it about nine months ago at Rebellion. The match, it wasn't able to happen. And not because I ducked him. Not because I ducked him. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's, it's been a, a long time in the making. So it should be a fun one hard to kill. What better place to do it than Atlanta, Georgia?
1: Uh, We'll be able to watch it on Fight and Impact Plus on Friday. And we're going to dip into that again in in a short while. But uh, whilst we have you on Cultaholic Island, Eddie, uh, we'd like to give you the chance to bring three very special wrestling matches with you. Three matches uh, that have special meaning to you. They haven't got to be the best in ring, but they have a special place in your heart for numerous reasons. Uh, I'd like to go through your three match choices. So match number one, Eddie, what's it going to be?
2: Well, yeah, this might be a bit cliche, but I'm going to go with Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan WrestleMania three. I'm sure, I'm sure it's been said quite a bit by a lot of people, but you know, for good reason.
1: No, no, it has. But you know what? Everybody's got a slightly different story about it. Why? Why have you chosen this one? Why is Eddie Edwards wanting to take this to the island?
2: For me, that is, the, you know, that's the match. That's the moment. You know, the the slam heard around the world. That's the moment where professional wrestling I feel like it reached that that upper echelon it, it reached that next level and it turned professional wrestling it helped change it into what it is today you know made it more mainstream and everything like that so I feel for the historic purposes that match alone has done so much for the world of professional wrestling now you would have only been
1: maybe like four or five years old when that happened in real time but can you remember when you first saw it
2: I uh, you know what I, I that's not ingrained in my mind. I do not remember when I first saw it. I feel like it's been it's been in my spirit my whole life. So there, how about that?
1: It's been in your spirit. I like that. It's... it's ingrained. When what was the first match that you remember seeing that lit that fire in wrestling for you? If it wasn't Hogan and Andre,
2: you know it was. it's for me, it wasn't. I would say this: it wasn't specifically one match or one. Specific moment or, or or angle or program for me. For me, it was it was the complete show in general. It was, at one point, I'm watching. I think it was Monday Night Raw. Well, it was Monday Night Raw at that point, and it just clicked where I want to be a professional wrestler. It wasn't just one guy or one wrestler or one thing. It was like the total package. It was the action in the ring. It was the backstage stuff. It was the pyro it was the entertainment value It was everything about it that made me realize that this is what i want to do and i know it's kind of weird that it wasn't one thing but it was just the the total package of it all that would just it sucked me in and i clearly i've never been able to get out of it
1: what would it have been had it not been wrestling
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great question i don't know i uh, maybe a long-haul truck driver you know we would get on the nice the road quite a bit here so you know i could be a long haul truck driver over the top style maybe i don't know what's the longest
1: what's in all, in all of your time you know, hitting the wrestling world and beyond there like what's the longest long haul road trip you've been on
2: uh, 16 hours
1: oh geez where was where was that to and from
2: that was to ohio from boston yeah
1: was it wrestling yeah. taking you there as well
2: yes it was yeah
1: how how do you keep your yourself like obviously not awake because you need to stop to sleep but like what 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 kept you going mentally during that sixteen hour road trip?
2: as long as you have a good group with you, you're usually pretty good. But like you said, you know, you kind of you swap in and out, you rotate who can sleep and who stays awake and you know whoever's driving obviously should be awake and then the passenger in the front they stay awake and then if you've been if you're in the back you're allowed to sleep but then you guys take turns so you know you kind of stay awake there's a lot of a lot of comedy albums at the time and stuff like that to so just try to try to keep yourself awake by laughter and then you know open the windows turn on the turn on the heat turn off the heat whatever it takes Stay
1: awake. Uh, you've just passed your twentieth year uh, as a professional wrestler, and so obviously these long journeys uh, with different wrestlers swapping in and out uh, have been a big part of that. Let's let's create your ultimate sixteen-hour road trip dream car scenario. So you're in it. We need a passenger, and we need two in the back. Who is going to oh, keep you ticket, Eddie?
2: Oh man, that's a that's a tough one. I warned you this be a weird interview.
1: I warned you. <laughs> i'm
2: taking it. it all right um but in the front shotgun uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with tommy dreamer nice although i've probably heard well i don't want to say i've heard all the stories because they're never ending i've heard a lot of the stories and i've heard them numerous times but tommy you know for his wrestling knowledge alone it, it's great to have him around because he has a story about everything, about something that he saw, or one time he was at a show and did this, and the other guy did this. Uh, so he always keeps it interesting. In the back, I mean, I have to go. I mean, I have to go with my wife. We're also getting trouble. She, she isn't in the room. She, I don't think she can hear me, but she's in the other room. So I'll just say that and Alicia, she's allowed to come in, and she'll be in the back because, believe me, she just curls up in a ball and she just sleeps it off, and she's good. But she's also good to tag in the drive, and we can rely on her for that. So she'll be well-rested and be able to drive. The last spot, man, um, you know, for pure entertainment purposes, I, I think we're going to have to go with Moose in the back because <laughs> Tommy Dreamer and Moose and Alicia and me, I, it's, a very, it's, a, it's a great dynamic where there's going to be a lot of laughter. There's going to be a lot of uh You know, not insults, but, you know, put downs to an extent. But I think that would be a very versatile uh, road trip right there. We have a lot of of things to talk about.
1: That's keeping you awake and keeping you entertained all the way that is. I like it. Um, So, Hogan, Andre, your first match for the Desert Island. Let's get to your second one. What would you like that to be, Eddie?
2: Uh, I'm going with Kenta Kobashi against June Akiyama from the Tokyo Dome. in uh, in 2004 for Pro Wrestling Noah. Of all the
1: clashes that these guys have had, like why does this one stand out in particular?
2: For me, that was, it was the thing that, you know, I was a fan of Japanese wrestling at that point, but it was the thing that showed me what Pro Wrestling Noah was at that point. It was in Tokyo Dome, you know, amazing crowd, and these guys are going out there, and they're doing things that, you know, haven't been seen you know, before they haven't been seen, you know, in the States or in Japan, they're going out there and they're doing some amazing things and things that, you know, people didn't think would, po- would be possible. And just the emotion and the fire of a Kobashi, not much can top that. And for me, it was like, I want to go to pro wrestling. Noah at that point, that was the match that made it like I need to get I want to go there, whatever it takes, if I have to get myself over there, about the train over there, whatever it takes, I want to go over there because this product and this match is what I want professional wrestling to be.
1: How did you end up heading over to Noah in the first place? Because you had only been doing it for a couple of years until you you popped up in Noah. So how did that yeah. come to light come to pass?
2: Uh, the president at the time was Ryu Nakata. He had come to the States for a bit and I had I wanted just a shot to get over there and I had a friend a friend who introduced me to Rio at the time and they offered if I wanted to go over there and live in the dojo and, and train as a, a young boy and everything like that that they would have me come over and we'd kind of go from there with no guarantee of of ever having you know a match on the show and stuff like that so at that point I, I said hell yeah I'm ready to go and flew over there and lived over there for a few months in the dojo and did the whole thing and it was the the best decision i ever made uh
1: we saw a amazing bit of history on from noah last week what a what a way to start the year it was uh the great mooters uh in its retirement tour uh taking on wwe shinsuke nakamura uh, a proper forbidden door moment there's that cliched word again uh plans for you to head over to noah as well if wwe are doing it i'm sure impact want a piece of that action
2: as well yeah, I mean, I, I'm open to to it at any point, and there's there's been numerous conversations over the past couple of years to try to get it done. Schedules haven't lined up, and at this point, there's nothing set in stone. But I know it's always a conversation that is going on to try to get, so, you know, not just myself, but like you said, some some wrestlers from Impact to go over to Noah and vice versa, because you know we we welcome anybody to come over here from Noah, you know. We had Marufuji, which I'd, I'd love him to come back again. Um, and also bring somebody else, you know, Nakajima, Kano, anybody, you know, hopefully we just get those, that forbidden door open uh, sooner or later.
1: Uh, we talk about uh, forbidden doors, obviously WWE kicking that one open last week. Now it would be remiss of me to tell you, cause this is going out uh, just a few days before uh, hard to kill WWE in the news today, a massive bit in business coming from there with the prospects of the company selling. What's the temperature amongst the impact locker room seeing like this potentially seismic change to, to the Western wrestling world.
2: You know, I I think for for myself and for impact, it's kind of, we just stay the course, you know, I feel like it's been this way for so long where, you know, other things are happening outside of impact. And people are always talking about, you know, what's gonna happen with Impact and what's going on with Impact. But all we can do is just stay in the course and continue doing what we're doing. If it doesn't concern us personally, if it doesn't concern the company, why why worry about it? You know, we if something happens outside of us, we'll roll with it, we make the best of it. Impact, we just continue to do what we gotta do and continue to move forward and continue to make Impact the best wrestling product that we can.
1: One big part of that product was recently uh, Eddie Edwards and Honor no more. Uh, the the ROH breakaways breaking and wreaking havoc wreaking havoc in impact wrestling uh you the, the the band's been disbanded now uh you buried pco in the desert eddie edwards you nefarious person you i saw you do it on television how has no one arrested you um <laughs> but um those segments that and we they come up a lot in our office because they look like they are so much fun to be a part of like that whole thing of going, you know, let's embrace all the, the 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 fun of storytelling, and let's let's get out there, let's get into the desert, let's bury PCO in it. Are they as much fun to be a part of as they are for us to to consume?
2: They are for sure. You know, some of them, some are long days or long nights at, at times because you know you try to do it right and try to make the best product you can. But the end result is very fun, and to be able to do it, you know, these are things that. You know, when I got into professional wrestling, I didn't think I'd be doing, you know, I didn't think I'd be burying PCO in the desert somewhere in Las Vegas. But, I you know, being able to do it, there are so many creative minds at Impact Wrestling that we come up with some amazing things. And I've been lucky enough that I've been a part of quite a few of them. So I'm happy about that.
1: How much say do you get when it comes to, to, to storylines and those sort of left field ideas? Is it an open book or is it uh, is, is there other people that are driving all of this? Do you get to chip in, Eddie?
2: Pretty open book, honestly. You have a lot of freedom. I think that's one of the selling points of Impact is that, you know, you come to Impact and you have quite a bit of freedom as far as, you know, character or, or angle or program or vignettes. They want the input because, you know, if, we, if we're giving our input of things that we want to do, the company, you know, the, the creative team and the bookers, they can – they know that we're going to be happy with what we're doing. And when you're happy doing what you do, you can see that in the product. So I think it's, it's a very much back and forth. Of course, you know, I don't make the final decisions. All I can do is pitch them. And they've been very open to a lot of them.
1: Obviously, Honor No More know more uh, gone their separate ways. Now we've seen uh, Mike Maria and Matt rocking up in AEW. Uh, and there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of scuttlebutt about Vincent's next move. Uh, there were some people that connected him with, with WWE. It's something about people having long hair, wearing masks. I don't know. I've not been paying attention.
2: Uh, do you keep in touch with Vincent? Is he doing all right? Doing all right. He's doing all right. talked to them quite a bit. They're all doing well. They're all happy, and that's all I can ask for.
1: Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get on to your third and final match then. So uh, a belter from Noah, a classic from WWE. What's your third and final one going to be then?
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle at TNA. So
1: this this was a moment with T with with Angle turning up in TNA. Uh, what was what was your takeaway when you saw this match for the first time?
2: You know the the whole thing, like you said, the moment itself of him when he showed up was shocked. I mean, shocked for myself, shocked by it. I much liked the rest of the wrestling world. And at that moment, it helped elevate Impact Wrestling, or TNA at the time, helped elevate us to show, like, all right, we are the real deal. We got Kurt Kurt Angle, the the best wrestler in the world at the time. We got Kurt Angle showing up on our television, and he's facing off against Samoa Joe, a match that, I mean, you know, that was somewhat Forbidden Door before there was a Forbidden Door. Nobody Mm -hmm. thought that match would ever happen. And all of a sudden, he shows up on TV and – that's what's going down. It was it was a truly shocking moment for myself and for the wrestling world as a whole. Uh,
1: yeah, as we said at the start of this interview, you've been a part of the the fabric of, of Impact Wrestling when it was called something completely different you've seen the initials change you've seen the names and the faces change Uh, i would assume eddie there is there is a book about your time in tna wrestling coming because you have passed through so many different regimes genres eras obviously right now we love the work that's happening is there a particular moment from before now that that you kind of hold in a special place in your heart
2: I mean, for me, it's got to be just the debut of myself and Davey when we came to TNA. You know, we're showing up with MVP as the secret investor at the time. And for us, it was like, it, it was a whole new world. You know what I mean? It was something completely different. We had done our ROH, we had done the Indies and stuff like that. And we wanted to make that jump to the next level. And being able to be introduced the way we were, you know, on the UK tour and in an arena and a great crowd. It was something special. That, that moment, that time, definitely holds a special place in my heart because we showed up and at that time we had to prove that we were worthy of being you know, a part of TNA and I feel we went out there and we did that.
1: You've been in the ring with both Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle who are part of your third and final match. Who has been your... This is a, a big old question, so I imagine it'll be a struggle to answer. Who is an opponent? I won't say your favorite opponent, but who is your more, your most memorable opponent during your, your tenure in TNA slash Impact Wrestling?
2: Uh, well, you know, I'm going to have to go with Sammy Callahan on that one. Just because of the history that we have and, and you know, him breaking my face with a baseball bat, that old thing. Um, but just the history that we've had and and everything we did that between you know the the craziness and the brawling and you know me and him we spoke about the creative stuff that we did we we fought in a forest you know i tried to kill him and we ended up being a tag at some point so for me and him i feel like our history is is something special to me
1: uh going back to uh, those classic moments from tna The voice of one of those of of many of those moments has been Don West, uh, who we lost uh, just recently. And I know that you had some very poignant things to say about Don recently on Impact Wrestling. Is there a particular memory that you hold dear uh, when you think about uh, your time working with Don West?
2: You know, for me, it's not. It it isn't one moment. It's it's the totality of him. It's the the energy. As as I said on Impact, it was just the energy of Don, you know, he made anything that he saw, it made it sound like it was the most exciting thing in the world, you know, and what better thing could we ask as, you know, professional wrestlers to have him calling the action, you know, he always made things seem special, and you truly believed in in what he was saying and what he was doing, because he was so into it, he was so excited, the energy levels, just, you know, you couldn't be topped, and Don was truly something special, and he's uh, he's definitely going to be missed by a lot of people in the rest of it
1: uh, his voice uh, echoes through history of Impact Wrestling, which is uh, people can check out on Impact Plus, uh, Impact Insiders as well. Uh, coming up this Friday on Fight and Impact Plus, you'll be able to check out Hard to Kill. Uh, it is Eddie Edwards. It is Jonathan Gresham. But looking beyond that very quickly, what is there that you'd like to accomplish in Impact in 2023? Because you have done so much within that company, multiple time top of the tree at world champion level, multiple time top of the tree at is a tag team champion what would you like to do eddie
2: you know i i, I kind of just want to keep doing what i'm doing i want to you know i want to kind of work with the younger guys coming in i want to you know test my creative juices and, and step outside of the my you know my comfort zone kind of like i've done the last two years i just want to keep them guessing i want to keep them guessing i want to try something new and whatever that is i don't know at this time but you know i'm looking forward to just continue on tracking along
1: I wanted to actually I, I I was remiss in mentioning this one earlier when we talk about your history uh, I want to touch on that first world title run uh, it was a it was a pin over Bobby Lashley in TNA that as a fan at the time watching it uh, in with as, as great as you are I was over the moon it really came out of left field to see suddenly there's Eddie he's the guy this is amazing uh, how far ahead had you known that this particular accolade was on the horizon for you? Uh,
2: er- earlier that day, I, I found wow. out. <laughs> yeah. Earlier that day. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, imagine how you're feeling and then uh, times and times a million at that point. Yeah.
1: So you walk into the building and that day they go, oh, hi, how you doing? Do you want a coffee? Do want a oh, by the way, you're winning the world title tonight.
2: <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Basically, that's how it was, yeah. That's incredible. I it, I, it
1: felt that way, and I love the fact that in real life it was that way as well. And I wanted to ask it because, uh, as again, as a, I've been a fan of TNA Impact Wrestling for a long, long time, that was a, a, a to, to use parlance. It was, it popped me, Eddie. To see you beating Bobby Lashley. Oh yeah. Uh, Loved it. I loved it. Uh, Hard to Kill Friday, you versus Jonathan Gresham. There's going to be people listening to this who are going to be maybe looking around the wrestling landscape for something a little bit different. Maybe they've not dipped into Impact Wrestling for quite some time. What can people expect from a night with Impact, Eddie?
2: Impact Wrestling, well, Hard to Kill, pay-per-views especially. I mean, Impact Wrestling, you go out there and we deliver. But if you haven't tuned in, you haven't checked out Impact, tune in and I promise there will be something for you. Man, you know, it's going to be tag team wrestling. We got X Division. We got the knockouts. We got hardcore. We got craziness. We got brawls. We got vignettes. We got a little bit of everything, and you will find something that you truly love. Just tune in, and just watch.
1: And if you don't, I can't promise that Eddie Edwards will not bury you in the desert. I can't promise. <laughs>
2: Been known to do that. <laughs>
0: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
1: For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts
2: from.